All right, we are live for the Monday, August 9th edition of the MMA OB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin, and I'm joined by Big Marcel this week. Back on Monday, Marcel, back to the usual time slot. How's it going, my man? How are you? All good, man. All good. How are you doing? Marcel, things are good, man. You know, it's been a crazy week, but a good week, man. Mm. Like, life's good right now, you know. Um, uh, Obviously, (laughs) having kids not easy. I mean, I'll tell you that. So, you know... My friends weren't lying when they're like, get as much sleep as you can. I mean, that's, I just try to, whenever I can, Marcel, I'll try to get like a quick little like nap in, you know, because there's a lot to do, right? So it's, it's crazy, but it's been a good time. And of course, I did get to watch UFC on the weekend. My, my daughter's first time watching uh, UFC. So that was pretty cool. And uh, mm-hmm. she'll always remember that. I got the, they did put my tweet up during the Menifield fight. So I saw that. yeah. And I changed my picture now. It's got me and me and her because, uh, you know, she's part of me now, right? So that was cool, Marcel, making your TV debut at age four. I think that's pretty cool. But, uh, yeah, I want to talk about the card with you, man. I mean, there's a lot to talk about, obviously. A lot of talking points coming out of this card, guys. UFC 265. Um, p- picks, by the way. How did you do in your picks again? I, I got eight. I mean, it was okay, I guess. But Eight, five, uh, same. Yeah, same as you, yeah. Yeah, there's a few I wish I had back. But overall, I mean, it's, I don't have a problem getting eight after the debacle was <laughs> last week, Marcel. I'll take eight any day <laughs> after that card. Yeah. Nightmare card. Alex, what's going on, man? Glad to have you here, buddy. Um, anyways, Marshall, let's start with the main events. Let's work our way down, as always. Zero gone, man. Puts on a show. I, I predicted the knockout. Did you say knockout decision? I can't remember what you predicted. I said decision, but I, I said, like, it's possible that he finishes him in the later yeah. rounds. I felt pretty good about him finishing this fight, honestly, just because Derek's cardio is just not good. He just mm-hmm. gets tired every single fight, and this was, like, no different, really. But, I mean, the fight wasn't even close, Marcel. It was a dominant performance by Cyril Gaon, guys. Like, it wasn't close. Derek didn't even come close to playing that punch because Cyril does such a good job of keeping range. He does a better job than probably anyone in this division, which is why, Marcel, now he's fighting Francis Ngano to unify the belt and the odds are out, and Gaon's actually slightly favored right now. So, mm-hmm. some people might think that's a little crazy, but, I mean, I understand there's some recency bias towards that, but... I think this is a really close fight. I mean, I honestly have no idea. I gotta look into it, but right now, I would say that Cyril Gaon seems like the more well-rounded guy. So, I mean, he's definitely a yes. little bit. Uh, the weight is going to be in the Gano side, the sheer power. But you talk about technique, speed, um, the wrestling, the submission game. I mean, a lot of it points to Cyril Gaon, the cardio as well. So, give me your thoughts on Cyril Gaon, Marcel. I, I'm blown away by this guy. What he's done in three years? Only three years he's been in this board for, and now he's a UFC champion. Give me your thoughts on Cyril Gaon. He's a special athlete, man. He's a special athlete, definitely in heavyweight. We haven't seen a heavyweight like him in a long time. I can't even recall anymore. Uh, he, he is so quick. He knows what he does. He keeps his distance, uh, picks his shots. Um, yeah, I love it, man. I know many people want just want to see uh, heavyweights going at it, getting a quick knockout. But, man, if you can fight like him at, a, at, a, at heavyweight, you can go a long, a long way, man, you know? And... Um, yeah. Let's like you said. Let's not forget. Three years ago, he made his debut, and now he wins his interim title in the UFC. And um, I haven't picked against him so far in his UFC career, and I'm happy I didn't because I, I saw when I saw this guy make, making his debut, he had a lot of hype behind him. He got that TKO uh, belt in his, I think, in his all in his first fight, you know, and he beat uh, in the second fight the defense. He beat Adam Ditchka. I think he was a guy many people were looking at uh, from Canada to sign with a big promotion. And he beat him in a second fight. And then he, he won another one. And then he went to the UFC. So he had some hype behind him. And uh, 
everybody was like, he has a, he has a great kickboxing Muay Thai style and does this and kind of that. And he finished his first two fights, I think, with a submission, you know, and uh, also a heel hook, I think, against Dantel Mays. And uh, he, he submitted Rafael Pessoa in his debut, which is a BJJ black belt, I think. So, um, yeah, and he only became better, man. I think uh, he's absolutely a great fighter. Um, I, I I'm 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 on the train, man. I was for a long time. I went on the on the on the wagon, man, on the bandwagon. But I was for a long time. So yeah, he's great. Yeah, no, he is. He is. He, and he's special, like you said. I, like I was saying, he's like a natural, right? Like he just gets the sport yeah. really well. He understands the game. And I mean, I was blown away by his performance. Like I I just thought it was such a dominant performance. Like he just completely shut down Lewis in this fight. Now I got to get your thoughts, man. Like. Gano versus Gano. I mean, any early thoughts on the fight? I'm not asking you to make a pick or anything, but any early thoughts on that fight? Because it's going to happen next. Yeah, let's listen, man. It's, it's actually very simple. If Gano is not able to knock him out, he's going to lose to him. Yeah. That, that, that's that's pretty simple, in my opinion, you know? And uh, the, the thing is, I know they didn't train a lot with each other, but they, they have sparred with each other and trained with, with each other sometime. So they know how they stand, how, how they how they prob probably uh, they know more from each other than uh, than you fight somebody else, you know, because you train with each other before. But um, yeah, that will also have a factor, man, because uh, uh, Fernando Lopez, who was the former trainer of Ganu, will be in Cyril Gan's corner, you know, against Ganu. So uh, there are some sentiments in this fight as well. So uh, I think it worked perfect for the UFC. You know, I think this is a much more fun fight, in my opinion, than Ganu against Lewis. But um, I think people will disagree because they think like Ganu is a knockout king and Lewis is a knockout king. So there will be a knockout. We saw the first fight. Don't say the second fight would be the same. But, you know, this is a fresh matchup. This is a matchup with a story behind it. So I, mm -hmm. I love it, actually. It's a great matchup. Yeah, no, I love it too. I love it too. Jose, what's going on, man? Glad to have you in the chat. Um, yeah, I think it's a great fight. I'm looking forward to it as well. Now, as far as, far as Lewis goes, we didn't talk about him really. I mean, he pretty much got blown out of this fight. Uh, but the guy obviously is still one of the top five ranked heavyweights. I want to say he's like number two or three still. So what's next for him, man? What are you thinking? Like, Yeah, I don't know, man. I, 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 would, prefer, I would prefer if, and I say if, Jairzinho Rosenstruck gets past Blades, which is a task, very a different, difficult task. I'd love to see Lewis against Rosenstruck. You know what I mean? And I would, I, that would be a great fight, I think. Um, people say maybe against Stipe, but I think Stipe still want, has his eyes on the title fight or even on John Jones. Yeah. So I don't see that happen. But uh, yeah, I think that would make the most sense. But yeah, if Blades wins, yeah, what you're going to do? I don't know. Jose said, is it fair to say heavyweight divisions heating up, contenders, prospects fighting, putting on fun matchups? Yeah, it definitely. I mean, there's younger guys coming in the sport. Like, Khan is pretty young still. I mean, he's only 31. That's crazy. He's actually younger yeah, than me, which is crazy. It, like, it's a, It was about damn time, man. This heavyweight division was like, uh, for, for years, it has been been going with all yeah i don't want to say old guys because yeah. you're not old but in the sports you're an old guy when you at actually late 30s yeah. uh, you know you know it's the only division that has that pretty much man all the time yeah what i'm thinking right now is like i love francis right like i absolutely love the guy yeah, yeah, I, almost, I almost feel like he's going to be a guy that doesn't make a successful title defense the more you think about it like he's not young he's turning 35 next month guys He's not young. Gone is young. Than Jose Aldo, it's crazy. That's man. crazy. That is, yeah, that by a day or something. But yeah, that is insane. I mean, listen, I love Nagano. I'm just saying, like, he's got to get close to, to Gone to beat him. You can't beat him from the distance, right? Gone can beat him from a distance and up close, and he can take him to the ground. 
again, I, I, I gotta think yeah, about no. it, but like I'm not I don't think that odds are wrong having gone as the slight favorite. I, I think it might be right. Anyways, what were you gonna say? I don't know why people are so against Gaal, man. I think he is such a special, special and good athlete and at heavyweight, you know. Finally, we have somebody at heavyweight who fights smart and who can go five rounds and can go, um, who can outsmart his opponent, you know what I mean? And don't say the other heavyweights can, but he's in in an extreme way he can, you know. He is a very... A very high fight IQ and and only three years at the professional in MMA. It's it's amazing, you know. We should yeah. we should be happy. We have a guy like this in heavyweight. Right I, now. I agree. You know, he's a, yeah. and also a great a great dude. Very very nice. Very yeah. polite. Bon gamin. So yeah. yeah. I was gonna say he's he does follow me on Twitter. So I actually have a UFC champ following me now, which is pretty cool. I don't think anyone else. I'm, I'm sure you have a bunch obviously following you, but for me it's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, I'm just looking at like you know Nagano's record and and, and Gon's record. Gon's only been in the UFC for two years. He already has seven fights. Nagano's been in the UFC for five. Uh, he's actually going into his sixth year soon. Um, and he's got he's an eleven and two record. So only four less wins for Gon. I mean, that's not a ton less. Um, the guy is fighting a lot, you know, which I like. Barcelona. Like, he fights a lot. Fights often. Not last year, only fought once, but this year three times. Have you heard anything about the date? We're looking at next year. I'm assuming like early next year for the for the Nagano Gon. Yeah, no, no idea. Too soon to tell. I would imagine they want to do it in Paris, guys, if they could, but I have no idea what the travel is going to be. And Dana doesn't either, honestly. But I think you know, ideally it'd be nice to do it in Paris. What were you going to say? You know, it's going to be going to be fucked up, man, because uh, <laughs> December 25th, that's a Saturday. That's uh, uh, Christmas. Then we got, uh, I think, uh, January 1st. That's uh, New Year's Day. That's also a Saturday. Yeah. Then we got um, what's the other? Uh, then we got the first two weeks of January, where normally no no UFC event ever is. You know, so we can look at a month of no UFC fights in between December and January, man. So, yeah. No, I know it's 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 crazy, there, man. I'm I'm excited to see what's going on next year. I mean, but it's going to be nuts. All right, let me get this comment from Jose. He says, if Dawkins knocks out Shamil, do you think him and Lewis would be too soon? Actually, that'd be a good fight. I think that would be fine. Perfect. They might do that. I could see them doing that. We're going to say. Perfect. Yeah, I think that's Perfect. a good idea, actually, Jose, because I know they like Kyle. Or, not. sorry, not Kyle. Chris Dawkins, not Kyle Dawkins. Yeah. They like Chris a lot. I like Chris. And I think if he beats Shamil, which is not an easy fight, by the way. It's a tough fight. But if he beats him, then he, you know, definitely was going to get a guy. He's going to get a big push. Kinshiro's here. What's up, man? Jones will kill Gone. Yeah, I mean, I think still Jones is the guy to beat to, for everyone to beat. I still think Jones is the best in the world. Um, he's saying just because Gonbi underachiever like Lewis doesn't mean he's the guy to beat Jones. Yeah, I, I I don't know if I'm going to say that he's going to beat John Jones. I mean, that, I don't want to think about that fight right now because we have the Francis one. But, you know, for Francis, I think he can beat. I really do. Jo- Jones might be the only guy I maybe favor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're gone, right? Yeah, I'm ex- I actually agree with both of you guys, so that's fair. Ryan says, great analysis, guys. Thanks, man. He says, casual fans don't appreciate Gon's technical skill. Prefer the power shots of Lewis and Francis. I mean, I can see that. If you're a casual fan, you just want to see some knockouts, some blood. I get that. But, you know, for, for people who truly love MMA and from watching it for years, like us, like, and I'm sure a lot of you guys in there, like, when have we seen a heavyweight like this? Like, he's just a special guy. Yeah. We see knockout artists all the time, right? When have you seen mm-hmm. a guy like this that can go 25 minutes, that can take you to the ground, that can beat you standing? He's so great. Like, he's just, he's an unusual talent. And I thought Nagano was so good. I thought Nagano was like, you know, the, the, the special guy. I think this is the guy. This is the really yeah. special guy, guys. It really is. It's gone. So I'm, I'm, I'm blown away by him. And I want to say, like, you know, a lot of us were complaining about the fight, you know, a few months ago saying, why did they book this fight? But I'm, after seeing it, I'm just glad they did it because now 
he's got the belt. They're forced to do the fight with Nagano now. I, I would assume you can't do another fight while two guys have the belt, right? Like they can't do John Jones and Nagano while Cyril's the interim champ, uh, right? Like, please don't do that. I hope we don't see that. Adam, I gotta ask, guys fight. Yeah, go ahead. I gotta ask you what did you tell about uh, the walkout song from uh, Cyril Gunn, where the people thought that was Lewis who was walking out. What was, was it that? again? I can't remember. What was it? Uh, it was a Houston artist, you know. So oh, people okay. were like, "Oh, this is Lewis," but it was Gunn, <laughs> so they were cheering. <laughs> That's funny. I like I like Cyril. Yeah, um, Daniel Corey beat Lewis faster and easier. Gone. Uh, I'm not sure. Can Cyril like? I mean, I, I still think that me and uh, Marcel we probably do favor Jones over anyone, but. You know, yeah. the Gano and Gano is just, that's a kind yeah, of fight. You got DC against Lewis. DC is a really very good wrestler, you yeah. know, wrestling base. And you For knew America. he was going to get him to the ground and he was going to finish him there. And even ankle picked him. So I'm not surprised with that, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, Olenek was dominating him on the ground too, like two fights ago. Yeah. Olenek was almost submitting him, remember? And Olenek's like 40, 44 or something, 45. Jose says, I think Gano is freak athlete. Underrated good as fight IQ and skills are. No, I don't. I'm not, I don't think we're just saying he's a freak athlete at all. I think we're saying he's a natural. I'm. I'm I don't know what Marcel is saying, but I'm saying he's a natural in MMA. He gets the game better. So I agree with you, Jose, and you, Marcel. I mean, I mean, I think being me and Marcel on the same page with you, Jose. Like we just think he's a very smart fighter. His fight IQ is mm -hmm. through the charts. And to be honest with you, that's why I think John Jones has been so successful because he has such a fight IQ. Um, and there's a lot of guys like Stipe has a fight IQ, for instance. There's a lot of although he fought really dumb in his last fight, as we saw and get KO, but. There's a lot of guys like Demetrius Johnson has a high fight IQ. Dominic Cruz has a high fight IQ. Like these guys have successful careers, but Gon also has, like you said, the athleticism, the power. The thing is, it's crazy, right? Like he hasn't even been training like Muay Thai even for that long. You know, like I, I, I heard a story. I think he was working like as a waiter or something. I want to say, and he was just like, I, I just wanted to start doing Muay Thai. And was like, I'll take a fight, and then just got in. Like it's in his twenties. He hasn't been doing his whole life. Like he's new at this game still. Guy's amazing, man. I, I love this dude. Mm -hmm. Um. Kajiro loves the knock. We all do. We all do, Kajiro. Uh, Jose saying DC beat Lewis at Lewis's worst area. While Gon beat Lewis at his own game. That's true as well. I agree with that. Now, let, me, let me ask a question mm -hmm. to Kajiro. You love the knockout. But what about if you have a fight, five rounds, two heavyweights? Let, let's say we have Lewis and Ganu again. And it will be the same. I don't say it will be the same, but imagine it will be the same as the first time. Would you love that? Would you love a guy who fights like Gan, who picks his shots, who is smart? But still is active, you know, and isn't uh, gassed after one or, or one or one and a half round, because you're pretty much banking on the knockout with the heavyweights. But it's, only, it's not only always that way, you know. If you have a quick knockout, of course everybody is cheering, everybody loves it. But if you don't have it, yeah, you know, I, I, then I prefer a technical striker over a knockout. If you if if they can get a knockout, and that's more the more the chance with normally with uh lower ranked heavyweighters have heavyweighters <laughs> heavyweight fighters that uh, have that so yeah you know it's it's kind of a you can see it from a positive side you can see it from a negative side of course you can see it from both sides yeah no, i agree with that um all right any more thoughts on this main event before we go to the other fights anything else you want to say about gone or lewis yeah great a great uh, fight by god man and uh, much deserved win so uh, yeah that, that's pretty much it. and he got a bonus we gotta mention that john morgan got him the bonus yeah dana, shout out to john morgan yeah yeah because dana white didn't give him one and then john was like hey i'm surprised you didn't give Cyril one he's like oh yeah we we forgot Cyril. we'll give him a bonus like how do you how do you forget the guy who's the main yeah. event <laughs> and finally they gave more bonuses now yeah they take him up so this is this is actually becoming a trend on the pay-per-views yeah. um ufc 262 in in uh in houston the Chandler yeah. Oliver card, they gave out extra bonuses or six seventy-five thousand that night. Seventy-five thousand, yeah, yeah. 
263. Did they give out? Let me double check if they did a 263. I, I want to double check. Know. But I know at 264 they did again. Um, 263 they didn't. But 264, which was McGregor Poirier, they gave out 75,000. And then obviously they gave out, um, well, the same amount, I guess, here because they gave out six bonuses. I mean, listen, we always should in the UFC for not giving out bonuses. Let's give them some props for giving some extra bonuses. You know what I mean, Marcel? Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, they should be paying these guys more. Yeah, they should give up bonuses for every finish. We've talked about this, but they don't. So let's give them some props here, guys. The UFC didn't have to go and give these extra bonuses. They did, and the fighters deserved them. So I'm glad they actually did that. I was even saying, like, I tweeted out saying, like, these, these are the four guys, they, the, the four they gave the bonuses to. I'm like, they'll probably give out these four performance bonuses to these four, the four that got them. And someone was like, what about Fizzy Evan Green? They're going to just not give those guys money. And I'm like, well, they only give up four bonuses. You know that, right? I'm glad they gave up six more. So I'll say that right now. Uh, Ken Shiro says, I didn't say, uh, I didn't like gone. It was just a general for everyone. Beak Jones and May until someone beats him. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, me and, me and Mar- Marcel never said John Jones couldn't be anyone. They are gone or anyone. We were talking about Francis. Um, Jose says, thoughts on uh, Imavov Edmund. Oh, yeah, we actually can tell those really fast. I mean, um, Edmund and Imavov's kind of a, I'll be honest with you, man. I think it's, I think it's a fight that Imavov probably wins. Um, this guy's super uh, good and super underrated. What you yeah, he he asked pretty much why does uh, Imavov gets Atman and uh, Holland uh, is fighting Darkus while Darkus. I'm sorry, I, I'm Imavov. sorry, I didn't read the whole question. My apologies. He said thoughts on why is Darkus fighting Holland while Haas fights Wayne. Okay, so we we talked about that. It's basically like the UFC matchmakers thought that Haas lost to Imavov. That's why he got to fight Heinish. That's what that's I think what I happened. Think and you, yeah, yeah, that's what you, I think. Yeah, exactly. I apologize. I didn't read the whole question, but I like the Imovov Edmund matchup. I just think Imovov is only 25. Yeah, Edmund's only 23, but Imovov is 25. No one's talking about, oh, what about rushing Imovov? This guy's good, man. He can win that fight. The dog is Holland fight. I'm still scratching my head about What were you going to say? Also, MMA Factory, by the way. Imovov. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. He's another Fernand Lopez guy. That, man, that team's turning out champs right now. So 25 years old, coming off the biggest win of his career. I mean, this, this guy's very good, man. And again, a lot of people thought, including, I guess, Sean Shelby, that he beat Phil Haas in – it was a close fight. There's no doubt about it. Um, Ken Shiro says, Michael uh, Kiesa got me angry, but easy back choke win to Luke. We'll talk about that fight in a sec. Can't wait to talk about that one with you. Uh, Dana said, yeah. I mean, he's a tough career to make money if you win. He doesn't care what losers. He did say that. He was saying something like that. And, you know, tr- truthfully, is it's a it's an opportunity. You know, it's, you get in, you get out. You try to make as much as you can, you get out. I mean, there's very few fighters that last a long time in this sport. So, I mean, listen, I don't love the comments he's making, but he's just being – he's just telling the truth. It's the hard truth. Oregon, what's going on, man? He says he, he had a good weekend. He got gone, TKO, Tisha, decision. I had those two, and then Luke sub. I didn't have that one. I knew it was definitely a possibility, but I had to make a pick. I thought Kies was going to outgrap him, and he was for about two minutes, and then that, that Darcy again, man, amazing. Um this is a random question. He's asking about Uberim and Vico, Rico Verhoeven. That's that fight's happening, right? It's uh, probably happening. Yeah, it's not. I mean, uh, Uberim's chin. I don't. I don't trust his chin, man, at all. And on kickboxing, do you? Yeah, I'm not really high on Rico Verhoeven. So yeah, sure. I mean, I, 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 listen, man. The thing is, like, like I always say, man, people are here are crazy about Rico Verhoeven, but for for him, it's like, is it a blessing? that he is the champ right now and that he's better than anybody else? Or is it not a blessing for him? Because if he was 15 years back and he was the best, he would have considered really being the best by the hardcore kickbox fans, you know? But right now, the, the, the how do you say that? The opponents aren't that great anymore. You had 15 years ago, you had Badr Hari in his prime, you had Sami Shil, you had Raymond Bonjaski, you had Peter Arts, 
Ernesto who's a little bit a little bit longer back. You know, those were the, were the legends, you know, Jerome LeBenaire. So you don't have those anymore. You know, if I ask you right now as an MMA guy, uh, uh, five heavyweight kickboxers, can you name it? Um, yeah, that's what Al I mean. You Alex Singer. Alex, okay, you won. You won. Yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah you, have all, you have to use the thing already. You know I mean, I mean? I'm not a kickboxer. I'm not a glory yeah, but I'm the same. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same. I have expert. to think about it as well. And if yeah. you, if, you <laughs> if I ask you 15 years ago, you would can name them up right behind Peter each other. Eric, you know what I mean? Andy Hoog. Yeah, all these Mirko Krokop. That's what I mean. Mark Kynes. There you go. I know what you're saying. Yeah, you're right. You're You actually just proved your point there, myself. Pretty good. <laughs> Honestly, you proved it pretty good. <laughs> All right. I feel like a dummy now because I don't I don't follow the guy. I mean, I try to uh, – I'll catch the highlights. Like, I'm not going my way to watch glory. Not that it's a bad sport. It's a great sport. But mm-hmm. I'm an MMA guy, man. There's just only – Same. There's 24 hours in a day, man. It's not easy to watch at all. That's the truth. All right. So, let me get this – you know what? Let's talk about this fight first. We'll talk about Luke before we talk about Aldo. So, he's saying – we're going to say Luke uh, Leon next. I'll talk about that in a second potentially. Um Oh, that's cool, but Jose. Okay, so let's talk about this fight. We'll, 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 talk, we'll talk about all that in a sec, but I want to talk about Luke and Kiesa because we were just on, talking about the finish. So, mm-hmm. I mean, Kiesa, he was doing what he needed to do, and then he made a mistake, and this is not the first time he's made a mistake on the ground. That's the thing with Michael. Like, he's made a few mistakes on the ground, guys. He's He's been submitted four times now, and, I mean, I was watching the Maswell fight again the other day, and I'm like, man, I'm like, maybe he can get him in the darts too. I had a feeling it could happen. I think we even talked about it as a uh, possibility. At the end of the day, you can only we can only make one pick. We can't pick both guys. I knew this was going to be an interesting fight, an intriguing fight, and a great fight, and it was. Um, and it was impressive as hell that Luke won. So, I mean, hats off to this guy. He is incredible. I love this guy. I mean, he's he's a he's a fucking savage. Right? That's exactly what I call him every single time. He's a savage. He's a killer. 14-3 in the UFC with 13 finishes. I mean, who else has that kind of record? This guy's awesome, man. I'm a huge Luke fan. I love the guy. Four straight wins by stoppage now. Now... He does want to fight Usman next. He's an interesting uh, guy in the division because he's never fought Usman, and he has momentum right now. So it's definitely possible, but Leon does kind of have the upper hand because during Leon's win streak, he has the win over Luke during the win streak. He hasn't lost since then. So for me, it's like if he has Marcel, because, because he hasn't lost during the streak, I don't think it'd be fair to go to Leon right now and be like, you have to fight the guy you fought five years ago again during your win streak. You know what I mean? Like, because he, he beat him a while ago. I want to see when it was. It was in um, 2017. Sorry, four years ago. But still, four, four and a half years ago, Leon hasn't lost. So, I, I mean, I don't know, man. I don't think you can really go and be like, hey, you have to fight the same guy you beat in 2017, even though you haven't lost since then. So, for me, it's going to be Covington, you spin, and then you give it to um you gave it to to edwards next but the problem is luke doesn't want to fight burns and those are the guys that probably should be fighting each other they just don't want to fight each other because they're they're be- they're literally best friends they call each other brothers i don't know marcel i mean it's hard to say what they're gonna do this matchup i still think i think nate diaz even though he doesn't deserve really a really interesting fight for luke because it's he's almost impossible to finish that's why i would like to see that fight for five rounds it'd be a really interesting fight I'm not saying Nate deserves him based on what he's done because he hasn't done much, but wouldn't that be an interesting fight for the most durable guy arguably in the division against the guy who finishes everyone? I think it'd be a fun fight. Right now, he needs a placeholder fight, so Masvidal too would be a good one too as as well. Give me your thoughts, man. I talked a lot about it. It's it's possible, man. I I think Luca definitely needs one more before a title shot. That's my opinion. And I think Edwards... 
the, the, the sucky thing for I was uh, Covington got it. So I think Edward should fight Burns. The winner of that fight should fight for a title. And then we can look at, we can we can match up Luke with either Diaz, with Masvidal, um, with 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 all the other guys who are there, you know. And if you don't listen, you you can also do it like this, man. If you, for example, go like uh, you do um, you do Kamar Usman Covington right now, and you do Burns against Edwards, the winner of that fight fights the winner of that fight, and the loser of the title fight fights Luke, and the winner of that fight fights for the title. I just think Luke is such an incredible story. I mean, he started his career seven, five, and one. You know that, right? Like the guy was there was really nothing yeah, special. Yeah. I, I was I was huge on him already on tough on the ultimate yeah, fighter, yeah, you know. Yeah. And then and then he lost in the in, in the in the yep. finale. It wasn't the final, but he lost in the in the tough finale event against Michael Grace. I was like, I didn't expect that at all. But he has been looking great since then, you know. Yeah. The, uh, the guy's awesome. and uh, Thompson. And what, what, what's so great about him is he's he's so well-rounded, right? Like, he finishes you on the feet, on the ground. There's a lot of comments, guys. Let me get to them. Daniel says, UFC, easy card to bet, cash six parlays. Yeah, the parlays were good in this card. Not last week, but this card, they were good. <laughs> I remember Kiesa in 20 years to fight in 2016. That would have been a good fight. Yeah, it would have been. We called the Darts last week, plus 1,400. Good job, man. I said, what's up, Sam Amigos? Yeah, I mean, I love Luke, but, you know, I had the bad pick there with Kiesa. Kiesa could be anyway last to killer instincts of Jones. He loves to murder his opponents. Eh, maybe. I think he was just, I don't know, Kies is really good, but it's almost like he even said in his statement, he was like, he put too much pressure on himself. He's like, I needed to get this win. I was going to fight Usman if I won the fight. You can't go in there with that kind of pressure, man. you got to look at the guy ahead of you and be like, this is the guy I'm fighting. He's trying to get take my head off. He was looking a little bit too far ahead, and he, he got caught speeding. Uh, it should be Usman, Leon, too, and Luke, Colby versus Luke. It should be, yes. It should be Leon right now, yes. But Dana White loves Colby. He's giving him the title fight. Uh, what else do we have there? Uh, Nate should fight, should pick Kiesa. Yeah, I mean, he would win that fight. I would just like, I think Nate and Luke is a really fun fight. I really do. Quick question for Marcel What's the fat scoops Al uh, alluded to on Twitter days ago? Oh, I can't, I can't, guys. Sorry, I can't say it, but it's a really good one. Uh, I believe. How will you send it to me on Twitter? Because I think I might know what you're talking about. Send me a DM, Marcel. Yeah, it's the same. Same what you. What oh, it's the same think. one. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. I can't say anyone either, but hopefully we can we can get that news out soon. You'll definitely like it, Jose. I like it. It's a good. A good. Yeah, fight. me too. Yeah, it's a good fight. So you, you'll like that one, but I can't say because I don't want to break Al's scoop. I mean, he's my boy. Same. All right, let's go to the next fight. Uh, actually, it was the fight before, but Aldo and Munoz. We both called Aldo, but I think you know it, it was even more dominant than I expected. I thought it'd be a little bit more competitive. Uh, I had Munoz, man. Yeah, man. I mean, Marcel Aldo, thirty twenty-seven across the board. Looked pretty damn good in this fight, man. He really did. And, I mean, it's crazy, right? Like, a year ago, he was getting his face smashed in by Peter Yan. The fight, it was such a, a brutal stoppage that uh, Leon Roberts, the referee, never refed again for the UFC. Dana White, remember he freaked out and was like, that was the latest stoppage. Like, Jose took such a beating. And I really thought that Jose would have been – I thought he was done after that fight, guys. I honestly did. And he beats Vera. And then after seeing him beat Vera, I was like, okay, I think he's still got something to tank. But – he looked even better than I thought in this fight. He looked incredible. Marcel, what do you think of his performance, man? I thought he looked great. He called out TJ Dillashaw after. What do you think? Yeah, I picked Munoz to win in this fight, so I didn't pick Aldo. But, dude, he kind of looked like vintage Aldo to me, man. Without, without the stoppage, like he always had when he was vintage Aldo. But really technical, really good. Uh, some good shots to Munoz. Great combinations. Really good, man. And uh, Yeah, I, I know he called out TJ Dillashaw, but we all know TJ Dillashaw has Dana White privilege, so he will fight next for a title, I think. So I think they will do probably Joyce Aldo against Rob Funt, which would be a great fight as well. 
Yeah, I agree. Jose's got a good point. He's saying he's like a cheat code. Crazy good take on defense, striking defense, and lots of experience. I agree. But I'll say is I was going to say, I, there's a point that I was thinking about I wanted to make today. <laughs> How good is Peter Yan? Because he destroyed Jose Aldo in that fifth round. Like, mm-hmm. if, I think there was only one round of the fight. I want to say it was the second round where Aldo was landing some kicks and stuff that was, like, competitive. But uh, Yan dominated him. And, and Yan is a big favorite again to win the belt against uh, Surly. He really should be the champ right now. Anyways, um... Yeah, I mean, what do you, so uh, Aldo and Munoz, let's move on from that one. Torres and Angela Hill, saw about this one quickly. Torres looked really good in this fight, but, you know, I'm not saying she's going to get a title shot off this fight, but she definitely has proven that that four-fight losing skid's a long time ago now. Three-fight winning streak and beats um, Hill in a rematch here. Marcel, any thoughts on this fight? This is the first time in four years that Angela Hill hasn't complained about a, about a decision she got against her, so... That means Torres was really the better one, and Torres really fought well, man. She, she, she I wouldn't say dominated, but she clearly won three rounds. So yeah. a really good win for Torres. And uh, I think Torres has looked good, man, in our, in our last three fights. You know, she she won against Sam Hughes and against Brianna Van Buren. She, she looked good, you know, and it was the fights before she fought pretty much top girls, top-ranked girls. And, yeah, she lost those. And people were like, she's probably, uh, she, she's not, uh, not in her prime anymore. She's declining, but I mean, she fought against really good good girls, and now yeah. she's she's on a three fight win streak again. And let's see what she can do next, man. I mean, it was a good fight. It was very solid striking by her again, and uh, yeah, I really like what I saw. I agree. Um, Porter again says he wants to see Aldo fought. That'd be a good fight too. I'd like to see that. But he wants TJ. TJ's hurt right now, though. Like he banged, he got banged up in that fight. So I don't know. Sanhagen TJ- Aldo would be good too. I would watch that. <laughs> DJ getting a title shot, man. The one, th- the one fight I don't want to see, though, I don't want to see Frankie fight Aldo again at 135. I just have no interest in seeing those guys fight again. Please who, don't pick that who, fight. Who, who was the uh, the journalist who said, let's do Aldo McGregor 2 uh, in the featherweight division on Twitter? I, I don't know who that said. I don't know who said it, man. That's just dumb. Um, Somebody said I don't know. Jose said. says, would you be more excited about Jan Aldo 2 with y'all Aldo being more acclaimed at Bangway? Probably. I mean, like, you look at that Marlon Moraes fight. I was at that fight. I still thought he won that fight. But, like, if he fight Marlon, Mar- fights Marlon, again, he knocks Marlon out, I think, in the first round. Like, it's almost crazy Marlon survived the 15. He's saying Lem- Amanda Lemos versus Torres. Sure, I'd watch that. Although I'm sure Torres wants a rank fighter, but I'd watch that because I think Lemos is dangerous. Lemos ranked. Yeah. If yeah, like wants the belt uh, back, although in Aldo versus Aldo. Aldo versus Aldo. I think it's like it almost sells itself. You got to put that in a poster. Marcus is here. He says, "I don't think Angela Hill has ever beaten a top five, top ten fighter division." If you ask her, she's a she's the she's the the number one contender. But I mean, the girl's been in some competitive fight. There's no doubt about it. Against the Waterson Gadeo fights were competitive, but she still lost. Her best win in her career is, I guess, Lavina Renata Souza. I would say probably right in Invicta. I guess that yeah, would be Invicta. her best win. Her best win in the UFC. Ronda Marcos. Boy, these are you know you look. I, okay, listen. I'm, I'm gonna give Hill credit. She fights everyone, right? And yeah. She's you can't really finish her. I'll get except for a random finished her, but she's hard mm-hmm. to finish. But you look at the wins. Yoder, who's like, I'm sorry, but I don't think she's even USC caliber. Luke Boone, who's a good fighter. That's a good one, but undersized. She's a 105er basically. She's a 105. Anna yeah. Cyphers, who I don't even know how she's still in the UFC. Carter Losi is good, but again, a smaller fighter. Escobar, mm-hmm. who went 0 and 4 in the UFC. Morose, who's okay, I guess, and. Yoder again. Those are her wins. They're really not good wins. Yeah, she probably should have got one of the decisions against uh, Gadea, I guess. I think that was the fight a lot of us thought she did probably win, but she lost. She lost. So it is what it is, man. The the thing with Gadea was, I think it was 1-1 going into the third, and um, 
the thing was, it was pretty even the third round, but the last minute, Gadelia put more gas on it, in my opinion. Yeah. And that's why they won her the fight, you know? Yeah. And, but it was close. It was and close. the problem with fighters like Hill and the next guy I'll talk about, Casey Kenny, when you don't lack fight ending power and stopping power, like it's hard to win because you have to win on points. And that means you're at the risk of the judges not agreeing with the way you perform. You thought you won, but the judges didn't agree. Now, I know that Hill does have a few finishes, but they weren't like one punch finishes. And let's talk about this guy, Casey Kenny, because he lost another split decision, Marcel. And to me, it's the same. And, and this is why I was worried about him here. I, I did pick him to win, but I, I was really worried the fight was going to be like this just because, you know, I love this guy. But again, he has no power, Marcel. He's just a point fighter. That's the problem I have with Casey, guys. Like, he's a fun guy to watch. But to me, there's no, there's no, there's no pop there. And you look at his career, Marcel. I mean, I, I like the guy, but. He's only five and three in the UFC. It's not like a great record by any means. I don't know, man. What do you think about this guy? Because he goes in there, he loses to Song Yudong. I'm not saying Song's bad. Song is really good. He's only 23 too. But Casey, I don't know, man. A lot of us thought a few few years last year when he beat Nathaniel Wood, this is the guy. But just Marcel, he hasn't changed his style at all. He hasn't added anything. It's just the, still the same volume type kicking from the outside, and you can game plan for that now. So give me your thoughts on this guy. I'm just happy Song finally won a fight he actually won. So, um, <laughs> and, and the judges almost screwed him too. They almost did. Yeah, yeah, almost the other way around. But yeah, he deserved he won this fight. He looked good, man. I think, I don't know, man. Casey Kenny, the thing is, I always say in a close fight, which I still think Yodong won this fight, but maybe in his own mind, it was a close fight. And he thought, Listen, man, fighters always think that their shots they're throwing are better and harder than they, what they were receiving. You know what I mean? So that's like, oh, that doesn't hurt. That doesn't hurt me. But we see it as legit shots to the face. You know what I mean? And fighters are maybe like, yeah, that's not that hard. And then they throw something. It's like, oh, I, I, I had him crazy there, you know? And that's maybe why Casey thought that he won. But I think it was a clear win for Song. Got to be honest here, man. I, 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 did, I, I think I had a either 29, 28, or 30, 27. But I definitely two rounds for Song, and one was a, was a 50, 51. So, uh, yeah, really, I think good performance for Song. And, and Kenny, yeah, he doesn't seem to can get to that top 10, you know. He had a split decision loss to Cruz. Um, now, now against Song, he lost convincingly to Marab Davalos, really. You know, um, he, he, he got pretty much dominated, if I'm, if I'm correct, right? So, um, yeah, the thing is, he, he really needs to... To, I think he needs to change some things, man, to, 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 to get further in this division. All right, let me get these comments. There's a couple here. Jose says he would confidently pick Aldo to be Aljo because of the style matchup. That'd be an interesting fight. Borgen says Edgar Cruz needs to happen. I would like to see that. The footwork would be fun to watch, even though they're older guys now. It'll still be a good fight. Aldo and Cruz would be good too, Marcus. I mean, any of these fights for Aldo, all these legends fights, and Cruz wants a big fight like that, so I'd watch it. Um... Jose says, I think Sean turned on Frankie. Yeah, I think that's so too because he was supposed to fight in New York. Um, Sean Shelby was like, okay, go and hang out with 69 instead. I don't know if you saw that. You saw that, right? You didn't see this? Oh, so Sean, Sean O'Malley said that Sean Shelby asked him to fight at UFC 268. He said no because of the taxes. He said, go go hang out with 69 instead. The guy who got the tattoo. Oh, 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 that's rapper. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what he said. So, I mean, it just like. Sean even said in the interviews, like, I understand I'm not bigger than the UFC. They, they don't need me. But he's like, I don't want to fight in New York because the taxes are going to eat my money, my purse up, right? So I can understand that. But I do think he was one – I think it was the Frankie fight too because that was the fight Ali was trying to get all over, like, Twitter the last month or so, right? Frankie Edgar even called him up personally. So 
Kenny, your dog was only one six minus one sixty one decision. I did bet on that. It was one of the better bets I made in the card. I, I don't know why the UFC doesn't do Sean O'Malley against Ricky Simone. Why not? Yeah, I mean that'd be good too. But Ricky's fighting Kelleher. No, no, no. He was supposed to. This, this is actually a fun story. Oh. Um, so the UFC press release that was released like a one and a half week ago had Ricky Simone on it against Timur Valiev. So I posted it, and uh, I got a DM immediately. I'm not going to say from who, but it's like. This fight is never in, in talks, has even happened. We haven't agreed on it. And then the contracts are not signed. It's like, whoa, okay, crazy. So I was like, should I delete this? Like, no, let, let it stand. Maybe uh, we can get it materialized somehow. Okay. So uh, yesterday I got the call, I got the, got the message like, yeah, it's not going to happen. It, it was never uh, officially uh, or, or agreed on and it was never going to happen anyway. So I also tweeted it out yesterday that uh, the fight is definitely off and not going to happen. So crazy, man! It wasn't the UFC press release. That's that's crazy. That is, I mean, it's not like they jumped. It's not like they haven't jumped the gun before. You know what I mean? Like they, mm. they sometimes put these fights out to kind of create pressure on the fighters to accept the fight too, which I hate. But Kevin says O'Malley's broke the record of becoming the biggest douche, douche in the sport so far. Well, I mean, I, I like watching fight, man. But the stuff outside the cage, I'm I'm with you. Some of the stuff he said and done is really just stupid. Like the time he was holding his, his I think his daughter or son. And talking yeah. about doing heroin, that's just bizarre, man. That is super weird. You know what I mean? Like, this is a bad look. So, and hanging out with that dude who was, you saw what Sean Strickland said about him, guys. I mean, he's not yeah. wrong. So, Sean, Sean O'Malley, as a typical guy from the current generation, do things is awesome. You know what I mean? But it's not for my generation. No disrespect. You, you, you can like whatever you want. But he's a typical guy for the current, like, 15 20 years old those those people look up to him you know but yeah i'm I, i'm already in my 30s so I, I i don't really feel that bullshit you know so yeah, I, I understand I, it's for, for yeah. different for different people i think i just enjoy watching a fight man but the stuff yeah the he's antics, a good fighter I, the antics i agree some of the stuff he said is dumb the tattoo is stupid but again the, the fighting inside the cage the guy is the guy's good all right let's go to the prelims marcel let's start with this fight Raphael fiziev against bobby green that now, fight sucked yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a, it was an absolute war. You know what's interesting yeah. is that the striking stats had Green landing like 140 to 100 strikes, so significant strikes. So if you look at the stats, which she should have won the fight, I guess. But we really saw the fight. I thought it was a, I thought this was a clear 29-28 Fiziev because Same. the first two rounds he landed the harder shots and did more damage. Third round though, the volume was just too much for him to overcome. Now there's a judge that's come out and said that uh, he's provided an explanation. To the guy I think his name's Josh Ferreira, uh, JJ Ferrero. I believe his yeah. name is – he's the judge, um, one of the judges. I, a lot of us don't even know who this guy is, right? He's a Texas judge. Now, I, I respect this judge for actually coming out and writing something on Twitter saying, explain why in like four pages, why exactly he scored the round, the third round for Fiziev. But I'm just not buying it because he was talking about how, in his view, the, the, the effective striking was equal in the third round. How can you say that watching that fight? There's no way you could say it was an equal round of effective striking. And because it was, he said he went to aggression. He thought that was equal. He went to Octo control because Fizia was going to control the center of the cage. He gave the round to him. Come on. This is an easy fight to score. 29-28 Fizia. First round Fizia. Second round Fizia. Third round Green. I just think it's an easy fight to score. I don't think there's any – like, I don't see how there had to be any controversy at all. Now, I respect this guy for coming out and saying it, but he's kind of doubling down on what is – it seems like a bad take. So, give me your thought, man, because to me it was clear as day, 29-28, guys. It is a bad take, man. I mean, um, I also respect him for coming out, for telling a story and how he scored it and why. Yeah. Funny thing, in the first uh, first part of the story was like, you have to cancel out all, uh, he said, you have to cancel out all sounds uh, as a viewer 
all sounds. Uh, don't listen to the commentary. Watch it for yourself. And at the same time, he's saying, yeah, but I was cage side, so I hear the impact of the shots. I was like, dude, you're pretty much talking against what you just said. So, um, yeah, okay, you can have an opinion on that, but doesn't mean your opinion is right. You know, I think, listen, man, you, I say this all the time. This is a disrespect to the guy. You can have your whole wall filled with all certificates you have, you know, but if a fight is clear 29-28 and 99% of the people say it's 29-28 and you say it's 30-27, you might have to reconsider and watch it again to maybe yeah. that you had the wrong wrong opinion on it, you know. Yeah. And since you're not Albert Einstein or you're not uh, Julius Caesar, Cleopatra or whatever uh, world, uh, world famous figure, you know, you, you might be wrong, or, or, or somebody who uh, who's, who had something like Pythagoras or whatever. You know, you might consider rewatching it and be more critis- critical on yourself with scoring. You know, and there's no disrespect at all. You know, yeah. I mean, he's doing a job. You know, and yeah. he's trying to do his best. I'm, I'm one hundred percent sure he's trying to do his best. But it was as clear as, as hell that yeah. Bobby Green won the third round, man. Come on. He, he, it's okay. just, you didn't even have to go to the third, fourth, or fifth criteria. That's what I'm saying. Why did he need to go to, to control? Like, yeah. you didn't need to get that far. You could have determined the, the winner because of the effective striking. Anyways, it is what it is. I'm, but I'm glad he went and made the explanation. We shouldn't give the guy too much shit for at least explaining it. No, I just no, don't, no, agree, just, I don't agree with the explanation. No, you no, know what just, I mean? no, listen, for, for if you want to run a fight where you could go with control, it's the, the next fight is Morales against Rodriguez. Yeah, let's talk about that one. Let's just talk about it right now. Let's you talk know? about that fight. So Morales wins a decision. I did pick him to yeah. win this fight. I knew it would be close, but I thought I thought 29-28 was a good score. What did you think, 30-27 or 29-28? I had 29-28 for Morales. As I picked Rodriguez uh, before the fight, but uh, yeah, yeah Mor- Morales did very well, man. I think the first yeah. round Morales, second round Rodriguez, third round Morales. Yeah. Morales won a bit more, in my opinion, and uh, yeah. he went for it in the third round, and he got the decision, which he deserved. And, yeah, and like I said in my breakdown, like for that fight, um, you know, I didn't, I didn't really remember a lot about him, so I had to go back and watch his fights, and I just thought he was the better striker. That's why I picked him in this fight. But uh, I thought it looked good. It just it wasn't the, that one to me was one of the low points on the card. I didn't think that was the most it, exciting it, fight. It was it wasn't a bad fight, but it was pretty much the worst fight on the card. I, I, exactly, a that, that's a fair thing to say. I would say, yeah, it wasn't the worst fight ever, but on a card where there's a lot of good fights, it kind of like that was the fight where I was just eating my dinner. I'll be honest. It, it looked more I mean? like, looked more like like in a bit of a sparring match. You know, it it kind of did. Sparring. Again, it looked like Morales just wanted it more. Yeah. Easy fight. He's talking with the last fight, Green Viziev. Um, Strickland said that. Uh, O'Malley's a douche for putting the 69 tattoo and saying that, you know, the, the guy's convicted uh, of taping an underage child, which is true. You can go read about that. So, so I people trying to give it to Green. No, I mean, I, 29-28 for Fiziab. It's just an easy score. Yeah. I was I was glad they got yeah. at least the two judges got it right. What? There is nothing worse than people after a fight when I, I saw it as well that Bobby Green had posted on his uh, on his Instagram. Like, uh, he, I think he posted a picture with Fiziab or a video clip. I don't know. And uh, then people are uh, behind are uh, under it. Oh, dude, you definitely won the fight. You got robbed again. I was like, dude, shut the fuck up. I know, I, know. I hate that so much. You know, if you really think somebody won, I don't mind you say it, but don't say it to to be uh, uh to be a, 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 I don't know how you say it in English. We call it the uh, we we call it the counter liquor, which really pretty much means an ass liquor. But uh, don't be like that. You know. Yeah, boot liquor. I think they call it or an ass. Yeah. Okay. Ask his, ask his, ask his, or that's the yeah, we call it the Nas liquor in the Netherlands. So, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, Kentro says, Do we doubt MA judges of friends and family betting money in some fights where they can rig a decision? 
I don't think we can put it past them, but I'm not saying this guy did, but there's no point. I mean, I just think, you know, it was just a, it was a misjudged round, but that's all, you know, I'm glad it didn't affect the, the score of the fight. If he did, that would be a lot more controversial. You know what I mean? Um, let's talk about this fight now. This actually, I, lo- I really enjoyed this fight. I was, I can't believe the crowd booed at some point during this fight, but Alonzo Menifield and Ed Herman was a good fight, Marcel. I thought it was a bit of a war. Menifield basically was doing everything he could to knock Herman over. Herman's a fucking zombie, man. He kept walking forward. The problem was the, the leg was compromised so early in the fight that he just couldn't get, he couldn't move around. Um, once the leg was gone, I think Herman just was d- dead. And I did think Herman could win this fight. And I still, I, I don't think he had a bad read of the fight. It's just that in the bigger cage, I think that it suited Menifield's point fighting style in this particular fight. If this was in the smaller cage, I do think Herman could have got to him close a distance and got him in the clinch, which I thought where he was going to fight him. But in the big cage, Menifield did a really good job of circling away from Herman's power for the most part, landing shots from the outside. Um, you know what? Even though Menifield, this is his first decision win, I almost feel like this is his most impressive performance in some ways, Marcel. Like, because to me, it answered some questions. I didn't think he could go 15 minutes, and he did. And he looked good in this fight. And he showed a chin in this fight, too. I enjoyed this fight a lot. What did you think of this fight, man? Manifield finally find a way to pace himself, you know, to not go, like, full broke in the first round and be gassed in the second and third. And it has a lot, had a lot to do with Safe Saud in his corner as well. You know, you heard Safe saying, like, don't go for full, uh, keep picking your shots, be, be, be like, be patient, you know, more patient. And I think he needed. I don't think Safe was in his corner the last two fights uh, because of COVID as well. So um, he need he, he clearly needed that, and he did it perfectly. I think. I think Herman is super tough. Dude, dude looked like he had a balloon on on, on his on his uh, on his lower leg, you know. And um, he keep coming, you know. That that's at Herman, you know. You know he's super tough. Uh, he's yeah. a veteran, and uh, that's also why everybody pretty much lost at Herman because. You know, if he comes, he comes to fight, and he comes to take you out. And yeah, uh, yeah awesome fight. I also love the I love the friendship between the two guys after the fight as well. Very, very yeah. nice to each other. And uh, yeah, great fight, man. Really Me like. too. You know, it sucks. I lost some money on this one because I honestly thought Herman could win this fight, and I thought there'd be a finish too. It is what it is. I enjoyed the fight, and that's ultimately what uh, is a good thing about it. Because you know, even though I didn't, I, it'd be nicer if I won some money on it, guys. But at least I enjoyed the fight. it. Was, it was a great fight. You know what I mean? Um, what do you think of Manifield? Um, I, I don't think he's ranked, but I almost feel like he's borderline top 15, I want to say, because he did knock out Paul Craig, right? So what do you think next for him? Uh, maybe the winner of Murchard against Muradov. Okay. Oh, no, the, yeah, no, that's light heavyweight. That's, a, sorry, that's, that's at 185. Yeah. What about yeah, – is Krylov fighting anyone anytime soon? Is Krylov? No, I don't think he is. I, I think yeah, that would be a good fight, right? Krylov and Manifield, I'd watch that. Would you watch that? I'd watch that fight. Yeah, why not? Why not? Yeah, yeah, it'd be a fun one. Um, look at this comment. If Mayfield didn't invest early in calf kicks, would Herman would have won? I, I actually think you're probably right, Born again, but again, you know, fair play to the guy. He had a really good game plan. Um, he's got a really, really good coach, as we know, safe, one of the best of the game, smart mind. But again, you know, Ed Herman, he really is one of these guys, Marcel. You have to almost fight him to the death in, in some ways. You know what I mean? Like he's not going to just lose. Like he's not going to just give up. Like. You have to, like, remember when Krylov knocked him out? It was a head kick that yeah. put him out cold. That's about the only time he's been finished, and Brunson swarmed him, and that's it. He's almost impossible to finish. So I, a lot of people are pissed at Manifield. I've seen the comments because they think he, he didn't want to finish him. He was playing it safe, and didn't. I don't think that was the case at all. I just think he couldn't finish this guy. Like, he's impossible to knock out, basically, and 
the leg, even though it was so destroyed, Ed wasn't going to give up. And I will say this. I'm watching with my fiance and, uh, and my mom, and we're watching the fight together. And they were like, you got to stop this fight for the leg. And I'm like, when has the fight ever been stopped for like a bruise or like a hematoma in a leg? I've never seen that happen. So I'm glad the ref didn't stop the fight because I sure. think a lot of people thought he was going to stop it. I'm glad they didn't stop the fight. But, yeah, I enjoyed the fight, man. Let's go to the next the, one here. The, the, fun, the funny thing is even, I think how longer the fight went, Ed could stand better on his leg, you know? At a certain moment, he was yeah. like, I can't st- barely stand on my leg. But how, how longer the fight went, he could stand better on his leg. So I'm actually happy to didn't stop it. I enjoyed the fight. And again, I have a lot of respect yeah. for this guy. He's been in the UFC since 2006. He's still fighting at yeah, a pretty crazy. high level. The guy's really good, man. He's, he's an underrated kind of... Would you, would you consider him a legend, Marcel? A pioneer? What would you call him? What would you call him? A pioneer, a veteran, a legend. A le- Legends too a legend much, for- I think, too. I'm yeah. with you. Yeah, but but def- you. definitely, there, there should be some uh, Hall of Fame. It's like between the two, right? Like it's here yeah. and then here. He's more you know, of a yeah. gatekeeper, but he's less than a legend, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, you could, you should have a Hall of Fame kind of stuff for these kind of guys. Like, like, like a Chris Lieben, like someone like that, Chris yeah, Lieben. Chris Lieben, Diego yeah. Sanchez, yes. um, J- Jim Miller. But Jim they, they need to have a different even, wing for that. You're right. They should be a, like they yeah. have the pioneer wing, but this is almost a different. It's like a veteran's wing, if anything, or something. Yeah. Like that. I'm with you. I agree completely. Manifield Bukowskis. Sure, I'd watch that. Manifield Sirkinov. Yeah, I mean, I think I think Manifield knocks Sirkinov out at this point. I love Misha. He's my boy, but boy, I don't know. But I, I don't know about Misha <laughs> anymore, man. He's, he's suspended for weed right now. He smoked weed and got suspended before the rules changed. Poor guy. After Bukowskis beats Roundtree, yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be a war too. Um, let's roll with this fight because this one did not go the way I expected. Jessica Penny submitting Caroline in the first round in a vicious way with an arm bar. Holy fuck. I mean, what an amazing performance by Penny. I didn't expect this, Marcel. This was to me that there's always a surprise on every card. And to me, it was Jessica Penny. It's not that I didn't think she could win. I thought it'd be I thought it'd be a competitive fight. I thought maybe she'd win a decision. I did not expect her to get her first finish in eight years against Caroline, who's almost impossible to finish. Um, that's the second time Caroline's been submitted. But she's very difficult to finish. Marcel, I, I, I did not see the fight playing out this way. But all credit to Jessica Penny. I'm glad she got the bonus. She needs that money after missing four years. Give me your thoughts, man. Pavlo, I also went in five. Sorry, Marcel. We're all the same. What are you going to say? Uh, very well done by Penny. But what a stupid decision by Carolina going to the ground with her. You know, I think she had, she is much better standing. And, uh, man, I have, I have a friend over here in the Netherlands. He's a huge Carolina fan. And he is still upset about it. Like, we are now on, on Monday. And he's still upset about it. But, um, I mean... Yeah, I, I honestly think I don't, I don't know if we see Carolina back. To be really honest, man, and she's not. Yeah. Uh, I know the UFC likes her and the fans like her, but this is a fight she definitely should have won. You know what I mean? To be still in that, uh, to to be still considered being maybe getting back in the top ten. You know, and uh, Pena won this fight, and you know I think Pena has also passed has also passed her prime. You know, but she did great in this fight. She finished the fight. But if you look at her last fight against uh, Lupita Godinez, I still think she lost that fight. And uh, this is a great win for her. Uh, much deserved 50K. Uh, we talked about it via DM as well, right after the fight, I remember. Uh, but uh, yeah, deserved 50K. Very well done by her. But uh, yeah, I don't know, man. This is pretty much uh, uh, Jessica Penner, who is 39, against the Carolina Kowalkiewicz, who hasn't looked good since forever. You know, so... Yeah. So hard to see to to measure where this win brings Penny right now in the division. I have no idea. I mean, I would imagine Landry a ranked opponent, right? Like I would guess. So, but for Carolina, you know, she had the video come out. She's in tears, talking about how yeah. you know 
she's thinking about what's next for her life. I think she's done, guys. The only, I, I was done with the UFC for sure. The only thing I could think is maybe maybe KSW. Maybe she'll take a fight in Poland at home. That would be the only thing I could think. Maybe a retirement fight, if anything. I don't want to see her fight anymore because she's taking a lot of damage. And this fight, that was brutal. That armbar was nasty. Like, I thought her mm-hmm. arm was completely gone. You know what I mean? The way it ended, it looked like she was knocked out from the armbar. The way she just yeah. like, lied back. I was like, this girl's, this, when I saw her lying there, I'm like, I think this is the end of her career. And then she goes on, on, on Instagram and cry, is crying. Let me get these uh, comments. Penny, uh, Carolina's decision was the only bad play. A lot of people thought that was going to happen. Carolina is successful. Hope she's successful wherever she does. Told you guys about Penny. Sure. Good call there. I'm late, but I play safe. Fiziev. Yeah, Fiziev. Fiziev's good, but again, you know, the cardio does bother me, Marcel. I didn't mention that earlier, but his cardio worries me against guys that could push the pace in a five round fight. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, boring at PFL preview. We'll talk about it tomorrow. Dana said it's over. Carolina doesn't ride with losers. I mean, it's harsh, but she's lost five in a row. They're gonna. They don't keep around. You keep people around for more than five losses in a row. I mean, that's that's usually you get. You might get four. You never get five. Like BJ Penn, I think got five, and you know she'll get. And there's a few other fighters, very few. All right, we only have a few minutes left, but let's get through the prelims, early prelims. Uh, Manel Cape. I mean, listen, he looked amazing, but he missed weight, guys. So I'm not sure what to take away from this performance because uh, don't get me wrong. What do you say? That was something I didn't really think he looked amazing. He had a great knockout. Well, yeah, I mean, sorry. I think it, Osborne... Yeah, yeah. It was, it was competitive up until the knockout, but yeah. as someone who bet on Osborne, uh, you know what I mean? Like, so yeah, I, no, I appreciate you saying, Marcel. Yeah, it, was, it was competitive. They they literally landed both 18 strikes, but the 19th strike was the flying knee that knocked him out. So, yeah, I mean, he would have won 50,000 if he made weight. So, to me, it's like you miss weight. What is this? What does it really say? You know, that's yeah, the only the, problem the, I have with it. Yes, Cap is a good fighter, but dude was talking a lot of crap after his win. And I was like, dude, you A, you miss weight. B, you lost your first two fights. It's your first win, officially win in the UFC. Yeah. And just chill, man. You get your chance. You know, if you win three or four, you probably get your chance. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah. this division, it's still only like 25, 20, 25 fighters. So you will get your chance if you get another win like this or two wins like this, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just checked Bobby. is one five and one, but he's always in so like Dana White loves Bobby Green. He likes Carolina too, but you know, at least Bobby had to win in that streak, Pablo. So I know you're saying, but you know, Carolina's lost five in a row and she just got fit. That, that's why I think there's also there's also a difference with listen, man, I love Carolina as well, but there's also a difference. Bobby Green was almost competitive in all of those fights he lost, you know, and Carolina in a lot of those fights, was very one-sided, man. Yeah. And, uh, and, and one, I think in one or two not, but it didn't really look good. And, and Green, you know, you know, if Green comes and you're not on your best, you probably get, you get, you lost to Green, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and that, that's the thing. Green can still compete with these guys. You saw against FZF, he lost the first two rounds. He won the third round, yeah. in my opinion, and everybody else's opinion, decide, despite the referee, but uh, or the judge. But, uh, yeah. That's what I think. No, I agree. Um, we only got five minutes left. Let's just talk about these first couple quick. Uh, Miles yeah. Johns knocks out Anderson Dos Santos. I mean, listen, this fight did not need to get to the third round. Um, Dos Santos, he broke his leg in the first round with those nasty kicks. Dude has a mm-hmm. lot of heart. I have no idea if he's still walking forward with a broken leg. That's insane. But he, he even said, he's like, the corner wanted to stop the fight and throw the towel, and I refused to let them do it. I wanted to fight until the death, basically. I mean, I respect the mindset. Marcel, he's a warrior. Like, you have to be in the UFC, but... They, the corner really should have saved this guy the third round. They did not need to see him get brutally knocked out. But Miles Johns, you know, born against, like, he's top 15 soon. I agree. This guy's fantastic. Big fan of him. And then the other two fights, Marcel, Melissa Gatto, 
Um, second round uh, TKO win over Leonardo after she broke her arm again. Two broken arms this poor girl's had in the same year. That's brutal. Adam. And then jo- Johnny Munoz defeats Jamie Sims by rear naked choke. What were you going to say? Will you score the first round for Gato or Leonardo? Oh, okay. So I, I, I think I tweeted saying, we, we know how the judges are going to score us, don't we, guys? Because, well, at least two of them got it right. They gave it to Gato. One yeah. gave it to Leonardo. Now, Leonardo had the top control, but it doesn't matter because Gato was the one doing all the work from the bottom. So to me, it's like, who scored that? I'm going to see what judge scored that round. I can't really know who it would be because it wouldn't be on MMA decisions now. But uh, It was Dan, Danny de Alejandro. It's just a dumb tour card. I mean, it's it's pretty clear it was, it was uh, Gato's fight. Anyway, she looked good. Like I said, John's looked good. Uh, Dos Santos is getting caught. This guy is the worst striking defense I've ever seen. He just stood there and got kicked in the leg for three rounds. It was crazy. Johnny Munoz looked good. Jamie Simmons is going to get cut, I think. Mark, you think he gets cut, Jamie Simmons? Maybe one one more, but not sure. I, I hope they keep Leonardo around. It's not her fault her arm broke, but she shouldn't have rushed back so fast, man. She broke her yeah, arm in January. Same, that's a that quick well. yeah, that's a quick return. But, but, uh, if, listen, if the doctor gave her permission, true. No, fight, for sure. You know, for sure. And I, I broke my arm once too. I broke my arm in, and the only time I ever had a fight in Muay Thai, I had a fight, I think it was like it was like a year later after it. But it was a year. You know, it wasn't six, seven months. To me, it was a little bit rushed, but again. Her doctor cleared the fight, but she rebroke the same arm and had some surgery now. That's that's yeah. not good. Anyways, man, um, I mean, overall, even though it wasn't like, you know, the, my greatest night for predictions by any means, it was still a good card, and I enjoyed most of the card. So any last thoughts on UFC 265 before no, we move on? Great card. Really, really, really fun card. I enjoyed it a lot. I was in bed at 7, 10 a.m. in the morning. So uh, and I didn't I didn't uh, how do you say that uh, didn't close my eyes once so it was a good card. Oh, you didn't fall asleep during what was no. it Morales, Morales right? That was the fight you said wasn't the best one, right? Yeah, no, I didn't <laughs> fall asleep. Okay, all right, Marcel, uh, plug your stuff. Let's get out here. Big Marcel twenty four on Twitter and Instagram, MMADNA.nl on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. Awesome. Okay, you guys can follow me on Twitter at MMADMartinPodcast. MMAOzRigger.com, sorry, YouTube channel, iTunes, Spotify, a bunch of places, uh, BJPen.com, back at work now this week, uh, doing the news, MiamiNews.com. There's no UFC this week, but we're going to talk about PFL and Bellator tomorrow, which I'll talk about Marcel at uh, 4 p.m. Eastern, so same time as as usual. Um, I'm looking forward to talking about that with with you, Marcel. Uh, In the meantime, guys, I'll talk to you guys uh, tomorrow. Have a great day. Peace out.